Hello, this is Leslie Kane. I'm your host of the Why Not Today podcast. And this is a podcast to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often said, why not today? I am based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C. And thanks for joining us today. And I'm excited for my guests. And this is actually, we're doing a special date. So if you're um, following us and listening um, when we release them, I'm adding, releasing this a, a little earlier than my usually deadline because I want this, this is perfectly timed around the holidays of December. And I'm really excited about my guest who is a friend, consider family. I've known her for since she was a little girl. And I always talk about like, you never know where you're going to connect with somebody and where you're going to meet somebody and just never know where it's going to take it. So our guest today is Jody Barrett, but just talked about where we connected. I actually met her cousin when I was in college and that was a long time ago, <laughs> a few years ago, and met Jody when she was a little girl at the house and um, through really friendships and faith and life, we've become super close. I feel like you're a, a younger sister to me, Miss Jody. So I'm excited to have Jody Barrett, and she is going to talk today about being courageous, but she's also an author, and we're going to talk about her book, Jingle and Joy, which is intentional to have it this episode is releasing beginning of December, so people are the end of November, so people can focus on Jingle and Joy for the holidays. So yay, Jody! I'm super excited to have you as my guest. So why yay. don't you, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about you and maybe a fun fact that people might not know about Jody Barrett. Uh, you know, talking about myself is not the easiest thing to do, but I'm I'm Jody Barrett. I have a lot of titles. I am. <laughs> wife, a mom. And um, if I was going to give you a fun fact, it would be that I am a GG times two. Um, so exciting. Yeah, I'm, I, I have um, a grandson and now a granddaughter. And um, so that's a couple of my titles. I'm also a speaker and a writer. I'm an office manager. I mean, just we could go into titles, but um I, I say if I was going to really tell somebody about myself, I would say I am someone who really loves community and connecting with people. I was thinking about this just a few minutes ago, and I thought, you know, I don't know how I would do life um, alone. And thankfully, I don't have to. Um, I am surrounded by a lot of um, great folks, and my family will tell you that I will make a friend with a stranger in a heartbeat. And I think that's just because of my passion for community. Totally agree. And you definitely do that. So before we start talking about the book and courage, share with us, what does courage mean to you? What does courage mean to me? You know, courage in a nutshell to me is when you are able to move forward in the face of fear. You know, like even when you're afraid, you're still willing to put one foot in front of the other and go in the direction that you're afraid of, um, whether that's because, you know, you're supposed to, or whether that's because you just really want to, um, you know, it, it's just standing there and looking fear in the face and saying, I'm, I'm not going to be paralyzed. I'm still going to go forward. Right. And how often do we have to do that in life? Um, and so many people are, they let that fear stop them. Um, like, yeah. And we always feel better when we do, don't we? I, you know, I, 
so much of my life, I think I've had to look fear in the face. Um, and, and I'm, I'm very thankful for the times when I've been able to just keep, keep pushing forward. So I would say, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you are an author, a speaker, you've got a ministry, so many things. Um, of course you are a wife and a mom and a great, a GG twice and, um, super cute little baby, baby girl that was just born, gosh, a week or two ago. So I love seeing her picture. Two weeks, not quite. Almost two weeks, but not oh, quite. Not quite. And then sweet little Colton, who I adore, who is two and a half now. Almost That's right. Just crazy. Two, to and, seem that. two, and, a half, two and a half year old fireball. He yes, is he is. He is full <laughs> of energy. So lots of um, things we could talk about. And it's funny. I remember, like I've known you for a long, long time. And then obviously became closer with you when your grandmother was sick and passed away. But the real, and I, one of those things that I often talk about, the time that I feel like I know, well, I knew you were going to be my life forever, but that I really felt like I connected with you is we started having this discussion. Um, I remember exactly where I was and we started talking about faith. And we just connected at a faith level that we never have. And that was just a special moment. And since then, you know, love your faith walk. So why don't you talk about courageous things you've done from starting the ministry to, of course, we want to talk about your book, Jingle and Joy, and how we can have courage during the holidays. Um, So I'm just going to let you share, share your heart. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> it's funny you say share your heart and share your heart about faith because when I think about uh, one of the things that I've had to have courage to do it is to share my faith. Um, my faith is in um, Jesus Christ and he calls me to go and tell others about him and the love he has for us and um, it's it's a joy to share about it but sometimes I'm afraid to do that and um, funny thing is is that when the my good, good friend and I started a ministry. We decided not just to start a faith-based ministry that encouraged women to stay in God's word um, every single day and, and grow in close, close relationship with the Lord, which is, um, we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm sure, you know, it, it can be challenging because of all the distractions that we have in the world. So, but we didn't just do a faith-based ministry. We did a faith and fitness-based oh, ministry. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, you know, I giggle, no, I flat out laugh because we took two things that are really hard to stick with. And we said, let's encourage women to do them together. And, um, you know what, it must've fit the bill because we had a wonderful, um, uh, time with it. We had so many women that were interested and, and we met so many amazing people through doing that ministry. Uh, we started that over 12 years ago. Um, wow, we no longer, that long? it was 12 years ago and we no oh. longer did the fitness part of it because what we found was, um, what people's, uh, deep down heart need was, was, was the faith part of it. And we were growing tired and we were like, okay, we're burning the candles at both ends. And, and this is what they really need. And this is what they really want. And this will really fuel all the other parts of their life. If they can get this, this faith, um, being centered, um, around Jesus, if they can get that, then all the other things will fall into place. And so, um, yeah, it took a lot of courage to, to start that with, even with someone I was, I was glad I didn't have to do it. 
Yeah, and Joe and uh, um, Donna was the one that came to you with it, the idea, isn't it, of the ministry? Yes, um, my good friend Donna. At the time, we had just met. She had her husband and um, children had just moved into our area, and uh, her husband was a youth pastor at our church. My daughter was in the youth group, so they were having like a lake outing one day. And my husband and I said, you know, let's walk down to the lake. Let's see how everybody's doing. Let's get to know um, Donna and Justin because they were new to the area and they were going to be working with our daughter. And Donna looks at me and says, you know, I've been thinking about starting an exercise, a faith-based exercise ministry. Would you be interested? And it was just perfect timing. Um, some people call things coincidence. I like to call things God incidents, which is just I a like play. On, yeah, it's just a play on words. God incidents. You know, I said, Donna, I've been praying about a walking ministry because walking was really, really important to me at the time and still is. Um, but um, it just, it was like, there it is. And long, long story I could go through to tell you all the ups and downs that we had to walk through. But since we're on the topic of courage, let me tell you one of the things that took the most courage. Okay. We were looking at a national program uh, that we were going to umbrella under and you were required to videotape yourself while instructing an aerobics class. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. And, so, <laughs> and you didn't go that route. I know. <laughs> we didn't. However, we did do the video and we did submit it. And um, it, Donna's husband filmed it for us. And he promises that there's no remaining copies. Uh -huh. I, I, oh, I don't know if I trust him, but um, yes, that, that took so much courage because I don't know about you, but you know, sometimes I'm, self-conscious and so <laughs> you know and, and so so I'm self-conscious maybe about how I sound on the video or how I look on the video and then you throw in trying to keep aerobic steps you know at this <laughs> oh my goodness that was a moment that took some serious courage um wow. we did it, we did send it off and that's that's not why we changed paths but um that's the thing when you're walking a journey and you get to what I call a turning point in the road and you have decisions about which way to go. Um, that's when you have to lean into your faith and, and you step where the Lord directs you, which takes courage to do because often he calls us into an area that's not um, our comfort zone. Right. Um, and we went out of our comfort zone to do what we did. And um, if I had Donna here sitting with us, I think she would say the same thing. We'd do it all again. We would do it all again. Yeah. So I love the ministry and I've participated in a couple of your events, which was awesome. And of course, no Donna and you guys have done amazing things, but you then went on to write a book called Will Enjoy. And this is one of my favorites and I give it out to tons of people. I just got a new copy the other day. So talk about how the book came about and the courage it took to write the book and publish the book. And I know that wasn't always a smooth, easy road. Um, you know, I crazy, I I've always wanted to write a book ever since I was a little girl. Um, the closest that I came to writing before I was out of college and into motherhood, um, was, you know, 
poetry in school or essays and things of that nature, but I've always been one to write um, privately and just always wanted to write a book, but didn't know how to go about the process. Well, God called me into the speaking ministry world and quickly I found out that while other people enjoyed what you had to say, they wanted to also read your words. And so I said, you know, it was perfect time for me to pick back up the dream of having a book. Um, and then you have to throw in a lot of years in the mix. Social media has become such a huge thing, right? Um, it's a place where a lot of people are reading words every single day from, you know, just a few words to, you know, entire pages. So I was out on social media because of our ministry sharing what you now see in Jingle and Joy. And the subtitle of Jingle and Joy is Praying Beneath the Tree. And um, I was sharing about it because I was at home doing it during a time in my life where all of my family, my immediate family was displaced. So my husband was overseas because of military duty. And both of my children had entered those college age years and they had flown the nest at the pretty much almost the same time. So there's this big quiet house and there's just this little Jody and she's sitting in her house around the holidays alone. And I was meeting with my person, Jesus, because he never leaves us beneath the tree and, and praying and others were interested in it. And so I started sharing on social media about it, inviting them to join me. And the book actually comes three years later from what I'm just describing to you. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. Um, I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it. Have you ever been there? And Um, so (laughs) these words from your dad, why not today? I did not know at the time. Okay. But if I had have known them, they would have been words I would say, um, because they encourage me now, now that I do know them and in the context of why your dad would use them, um, you know, I would say, why not today? But, um, so took that three-year experience, put it on paper into a book was about to get the book to the point that it could be published. And we had, um, a a very tragic, um, event happen in our lives. One of well, probably the darkest moment of my life. I, we lost our son. We lost our Ryan at 22 years of age. And I thought there's, there's no way I can let this book go out. And it was scheduled to go out. And I stood in my kitchen. I'll never forget it. Um, right in the same place that my son had last asked me this question. He said, mom, how's your book coming? And inside my spirit, in the core of my being, I knew that I was supposed to push forward. That in the face of fear, when it didn't feel right, because of what was going on in our lives, um, the book was supposed to, to go forth that year. That was in October of the year that the book came out. Um, and the book came out early November and it was um, not just when Ryan passed away. It was the end of October. Right. It wasn't like the beginning. So you did it, flipped it pretty fast. It, all the work had been done. Right. And, 
And have you ever had a crazy year? All right, that was the craziest year of my life. I am known for saying that um, on this side of heaven, joy and pain collide. They hit head on sometime. And in August of that year, our daughter got married. It was the most beautiful occasion. It was everything that I think she wanted and everything we wanted as a family to be able there to be there and love and support her. And, you know, just a great celebration. And then just a few months later, we're walking through the darkest time of our life all together, though. Um, you know, that community, that community of family and friends. And we were walking through the darkest time of our life. And, um, and yeah, God said, Jody, the book is supposed to still happen. And, um, and it did. I, I can't explain it except again, to say that when you are at a crossroad and you're faced with different directions, it's important to lean in um, to your faith and move forward and courage in the directions that God asks you to go. And I knew that was the direction I was supposed to go with Jingle and Joy. And um, you, you want to hear a crazy, you've got your copy, right? I do. Okay. So the books arrive on the doorstep. I don't know exactly when, um, if I were to go back to my journals, I could tell you, but as I tell, um, as I tell my grandmother, sometimes the day of the week doesn't matter, right? It doesn't change the story. So I get the books in a, in a box on my doorstep, you know, and I go and I, I open them up and I put them out because I had some girlfriends coming over, um, to have dinner that night. And we were going to fill the table with just friendship and fellowship and prayer. And, um, I opened one of the books. Now, remember the season I'm walking through and it fell open to day eight. And so Jingle and Joy has 25 days of praying for other people. And each day is designated a certain group of people. And day eight says, pray for those who are grieving. And here I was, mom, you know, in deep grief, because we we'd lost our Ryan and my girlfriend that helped get this to publication, she picked out parts of my writing to kind of blow up and highlight. And it says the blown up part says, Lord, help us reach out. So no one walks alone through grief. And that was part of the prayer I wrote. Well, can I tell you about the army of people that surrounded me and my family? Yes, because they loved us, but people that didn't even know us because they came to know us through the book surrounded us. I didn't have to walk through grief alone. You know, that's just how it works. He's just incredible. And, you know, I don't know if it had been the same if I hadn't have stepped out in faith and finished um, the book. You may never have. And, you know, a couple of things you said was in the beginning, you said the interesting facts about Jody or to know about Jody is you love community and connecting with others. And that was so evident with the book that when you decided to go forward with it, it was your girlfriends, the people in ministry and people that surrounded you that encouraged you to go forward. And if you hadn't done those things and stepped out in faith for your ministry, for the fitness ministry, you never would have met those people. And if you hadn't spoke you know, been a speaker, that wouldn't happen. So how many things had to happen? And then the fact that they encouraged you to get the book out. Um, and you didn't change anything from the book except for the beginning, right? 
just the dedication. Just, just the, the dedication. dedication. So everything right. else is done, which just is so in line with everything else. And then, yeah, just watching so many people in your community and how many people you've connected with from, you know, when Ryan passed away to his funeral to still with the golf tournament that you do in honor of Ryan every year. Um, such an amazing community of people that support you and you're not alone. No, and you know, talking about things that we do now to make sure that others aren't alone, um, not just in grief, but in all kinds of um, situations in their lives from this. Remember where I told you I was, I was in my home beneath a tree, you know, without my core, without right. my, without my people, you know, my, my core family, but I reached out on social media to others and saw how much they needed it. So now it's not just on social media. It's not just in a book. Um, December 5th of this year, and we've done this now for four years, there'll be a community tree to um, right outside in a field that's not far from our house, where we will invite anyone from the community who wants to come and pray together for community. Um, right. People in community, people to be in community, people that are in our community, people, the, the Lord's word tells us um, to first of all, pray for all people. And that's what the book is about. And that's what we do. We do it in our homes, but we also do it in our community because all people doesn't leave anybody out. Right. Nope. And I all love people. Amazing. I love the tree and the community, and I'm excited that I will be there. And I think I've been there every year, so I'll be there for that. But want to go back a little bit to the book because you and I can talk forever and ever and ever. And I don't want to make this yes. all day. Okay. But no, so no. being intentional and courageous, and I talked about the other day on my podcast as we kicked off right after um, Thanksgiving, we kicked off and talked about being intentional in December. And one of the things I talked about was you know, appreciating the time and being present with who you're with and present with the time. And one thing we've talked, I've talked to a lot of people about, and I mentioned this the other day, is that enjoy that time with family and friends, because you never know when that dynamic might change. And like in your case, first, your husband was overseas, deployed, and your kids were off doing other things. And then your total life completely changed with Ryan passing away. Um, but also families like my family now is spread out. And, you know, the last time we were all together in a group, who would have ever thought that that would be the last, not, and maybe the last time that everybody, because people are growing up, so things change. But, you know, the premise of Jingle and Joy is you want to focus on the joy and not just the jingle. And that's what I talked about the other day, just being intentional in December. And so let's talk a little bit about courage it takes to pray to spend that quiet time. I know we talked about a little bit beforehand. So how would you share that it takes courage to grow your faith and take time for faith and God and prayer? I'm going to go to that word that you've said a couple times intentional. Um, I have a good friend, Stephanie, that really helped me hone in on what it meant to be intentional when it comes to spending time with, with God, which is, is where we want to focus, um, in jingle and joy. And it's a great place for us to focus every day of every year. Right. Um, to be intentional means to on purpose, 
position ourselves where we can be not only in the presence of someone, but also to be attentively listening to that someone and then being willing to open ourselves up to that someone. So that was a lot, but right. what does that look like in my life might be the best way to illustrate it. So I am intentional every morning to get up and I do fix a cup of coffee and then I settle right back down into a specific place. It, it changes from time to time because I'm not, um, I'm not easily, um, well, I just, I just like change. Um, and so I move around, but what's intentional is that I don't start anything else until I sit in a place and just listen for God. And the way I listen for him is I open my Bible and I read his word and then I just let him speak to my spirit. And then I am intentional to share what's on my heart with him. So it's like that two-way communication. I'm listening and I'm talking and I'm a talker. So that part comes easy. The listening, I have to be more intentional about. Yeah. Um, so that that's how, you know, intentional time for me with God starts every day, but then the way it continues throughout the day is that I just remember he's always with me. And so have you ever had those times where you're thinking, I just need somebody to talk to and maybe you pick up the phone or maybe you text someone or something like that. But for me, it's just, you know, I just go straight to him and share with him. And I still may pick up the phone because, you know, I love my girlfriends and my, my people, but just intentional to keep doing that every single, every single day. Um, the second thing that you talked about is courage in this intentional relationship. Um, I think I'd have to rewind so far because now it's like, so, but I, I know there's been times when I've needed that courage to be transparent with God. Um, but what I've learned as I've grown in my relationship with him is that there's nothing too big for him and there's nothing that's going to catch him off guard. There's nothing that's going to make him stop loving me. And so, um, I don't feel like I have to have as much courage as I used to because I, I'm just so comfortable with him. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. And I think the more time you spend with something or someone or doing something, you know, like we talked about, you got to step out in fear and do it. And maybe the first time you communicated and prayed and the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. And it doesn't take as much courage. And I think that's with anything, the more you do it, um, right. it is once we do it once and then twice. And, um, and, you know, the whole faith walk is courage and taking time. I know you said you do an intentional in the morning and I do the same thing, but there's some mornings that you know, I want to, I'm a worker, I'm an achiever, I want to get going. And it's like, ugh, I want to keep going, I got too many things to do. But I know if I take the time, then my day is going to be so much better and aligned better when I take the time. But sometimes it takes courage to say, all right, and say why not today and just do it. You know, it, it, I, I, I have those days too. And here's the way I look at it. Remember at our first ministry started with a fitness entity part of it. So 
I'm very conscientious of what it means to do things daily because, you know, we talk about good nutrition daily, you know, good fitness daily, that kind of thing. So what I usually tell people is, you know, yeah, let's say you have a couple of those days where you miss your time, things get in the way, your mind gets busy or what have you. Um, you don't have to go, well, forget it. No, you just, the next day, it's clean slate and, and, you know, and you start again, um, right. you know, God's so gracious that he's just like, I'm so glad you're back. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm so but glad you're back. Just like a friend, you know, they're not going to say, yeah. I'm, you know, I talk a lot about regret and um, this book I read about regret. And he talked about, you know, that person you haven't talked to him forever and ever. And you feel like, oh, I don't want to call him. I, I feel bad because I haven't talked to him. But if things are reversed and they called you and you had, or you hadn't talked to him, you'd be so happy. You wouldn't be like, why didn't they call me in so many times? You'd be excited to hear from them. Same thing with God and spending time. Pick um, up where pick up where you left off. Exactly. Right, so can I take you back? Because you talked about friends. So that's a good segue into, you mentioned another word. Okay. So um, that was presence, mm -hmm. being, you know, present with the people that you're with. Right. And um, so in Jingle and Joy, I actually talk about that in a devotion that's entitled exchange presents like the things we put in bags and boxes for presents being yeah. you know with people and you know that is one of the greatest gifts we can give one another is actually being present when we're with others and it's such a Not challenge on those little things that uh ring. right <laughs> I know I was at a family gathering not too long ago and um one of the uh, family members saw me with my phone in my hand and he said, put that thing away. And, you know, he meant it very kind because he wanted me to be present with right. the people that we were with. And so did I. I, I was using my phone in that moment to take some photos so that I could remember some things um, from that day. But so many times it distracts me. So I'm not even going to pretend that yeah, but, that's um, probably my biggest distraction in the morning and starting my day in the right place is, oh, let me look at my phone real quick. Well, that takes you down a whole different rabbit trail. So, um, yeah, so we can go on and on and on, but I do want to kind of end this sooner sure. than later. Just, I mean, we talked about lots of subjects. So um, in the, I always share, ask people, like, what encouragement would you give somebody to be courageous? Okay, so I did something recently that I've never done before. I spoke at a high school graduation service. Wow. You know, here I have this, you know, graduating class, and I'm going to use them as an example. And it may not surprise you what I say because I've already mentioned these words before. But if I'm going to encourage you to be courageous, I'm going to tell you that when you're looking at a turning point in your life, when you're faced with multiple directions to go, um, you need to lean into the Lord and ask him for direction. And you need to be willing when he shows you which way to go to step forward. And even when it looks uncertain or unknown, knowing that he will be with you. Um, in the faith world, we might would call this courageous faith. If you don't know 
the Lord like I do, um, this, this might seem odd, um, but I encourage you to know the Lord and to follow him where he leads you, um, which means just looking fear in the face sometime and saying, God is with me. I'm going to go that direction. Yeah. I always tell people, listen to the first voice, which is usually the right one. And then we try to talk ourselves out of that voice and um, yeah, and put our own thoughts and restrictions on it. So I'm excited for other people to read this book. So Jingle and Joy, Praying Beneath the Tree, where can they get it and how can they get it and what can they do with it? Okay, well, the easiest and best way to get it, because you're not necessarily going to be local to my area, is Amazon. So just go straight to Amazon and um, you can get a copy um, there. And if you go to our website, faithfullyfollowingministries.org, org. Um, there's a page there for the book that has a lot of free resources that go along with the book. Um, and it's also where you can always find anything that we're sharing. We like to call them our favorites and our freebies. There's a couple out right now for Christmas. Um, you can click on that page as well to connect with me. Did you ask me that Leslie? Did you ask? Um, no, but they can. I mean, I was going to ask you that and I'm going to share in the show notes and on social media how to connect with you also, but what's the best way to connect with you, Jody? Okay. Way to connect with me is, um, on Facebook or Instagram. So on Facebook, it's faithfully following. And on Instagram, it's faithful to follow. And the two is a number. So it's faithful number to follow. And those places I'm most active and love to connect with people, um, Love to have conversation there, but also on our website or our blog, faithfullyfallingministries.org. We will link all this too. So okay. one question I forgot is actually two. Comment I'm going to make and a question I need to connect with is my dad is one thing that you got me starting doing years ago. You had it with your ministry. You had a challenge. It was January to every day share a verse of scripture. And you called it verse by verse. And I did it for a week and then did it for two weeks. And I've done it so many years. And I know we've talked about this before. So every morning um, when I have my quiet time, whatever I'm reading, whatever scripture, I always look it up. I Google it and I'm a visual person. So whatever graphic speaks to my heart, I share that on Instagram and Facebook. And I know a lot of people listening may have followed it, may have seen it, but I have had several people, including at that time, my friend's 16 year old son said every morning he woke up to see what I posted. And some people just recently have said that, that they, that's how they start their day. So I'll never stop doing that. So thank you for encouraging me. So you're the one that started. But back to my dad. So I always say, how did you, how do you connect my dad with my dad? And the things you said, well, first of all, the first one, community and connection, that was all Patrick Kane was about and so much with that. And then, you know, your heart for your faith. Um, my def- dad definitely had a strong faith. Um, and as he had had strokes and things happened, he's like, God's not done with me. I am, I'm on this side of grass for a reason. I got grandchildren to teach and things. But the other thing is I just have such fond memories of him and your grandmother connecting and like just laughing and having picking fun on each other and just 
even after my dad had a stroke, I remember being at the beach, granny came and hung out with us and just to watch them banter back and forth just gave me such joy. So I feel like, you know, obviously we go way back, but you know, that connection to my dad was definitely, there's lots of things. So thank you, Jody, And thank you for sharing. And I hope people listening, get the book. And even if you don't get it beginning in December and you start anytime, you can do Jingle and Joy any time of the year and pray over and over. And I love giving this as a gift to people. A lot of people I know have this. And if you don't have one and you want me to send you one, I'm happy to. Um, I think they're like $10 or less on Amazon. So it's a great gift to give to a friend. And I know it's helped lots of my friends go through some hard times in life um, over the holidays. And holidays aren't always easy for people. That's right. Yeah. Leslie, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Oh, you are welcome. And I'm sure we'll have you back again. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Jody. Um, of course, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, like us, share us. Um, and be intentional in December. And remember what I shared the other day, like be intentional, enjoy the holiday season. So enjoy your holiday. Merry Christmas. I'm sure there'll be another episode before Christmas. But thanks again, Jody. And um, remember, say, why not today? <laughs>